Heads up, Easter is early this year, so get everything you need to host for Sunday, March 31st. Pastel outfits for the whole family, Macy's has you covered. Macy's also has Toys R Us Easter basket goodies, from books to stuffed animals and even slime. Find it all in-store and online at Macy's.com. Dealing with mess can feel like an impossible task. It just keeps coming back. Well, today we're brought to you by the organization experts, IKEA. IKEA knows that we all have those areas in our homes consumed by mess, whether it be the chair that collects all your clothes or the monstrous pile under your bed. That's why IKEA makes affordable wardrobe organizers, under bed storage, and other solutions that help you easily take back that chair and conquer the mess monster under your bed. Visit IKEA to explore more. You can't afford mess, so IKEA makes storage affordable. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Happy Tuesday, Amy here, and I've got my fifth thing co-host, Kat. Hi. Which Kat is a licensed therapist, and things we talk about aren't always therapy-ish, therapy-y. But sometimes they but are. sometimes they are, and that is okay. And our conversations, yeah, like Kat has to say on her Uni Therapy podcast are not a replacement for therapy, but hopefully after we talk about something, like you'll feel less alone mm-hmm. in whatever it is that you're facing. Our quote for today, I actually saw... Paula Ferris put up and I think she had done something with Hoda Cobb and it was a quote from Hoda. It's a picture of Hoda with two, her two kids. And it said, she said, my mom worked and she never appeared to feel guilty at all. She just had to go to work. And when she came home, she loved being home. I don't have a lot of working mom guilt because when you're a product of it and your mom doesn't spend her whole life apologizing for it, there is no need for you to either. And I think that is a great quote that applies to working moms out there that might feel mom guilt. But Kat, I know I shared this quote with you earlier. You thought it could be very fitting Mm -hmm. into even how we can be as moms with our kids around food and body image. Mm -hmm. So I want you to share that with us, especially since it's NIDA week, which is National Eating Disorder Awareness Week, which this episode won't focus on that. But I co-host an Outweigh podcast every Saturday that is, well, about all of that. And we have a lot of episodes up. So if you're ever looking for comfort in that area and you want to hear from everyday people that have had eating disorders or you want to hear from experts, there are so many episodes up that I hope will bring you so much help Mm -hmm. during the season. And my real hope is that 
through this awareness or maybe through listening to something or maybe seeing something this week because there is more out there that you'll have the resources to get some help if that's what you need. So back to the Hoda quote, Mm -hmm. how would you tie that into, you know, kind of what moms can end up doing with their kids around body and food? Well, one, I just loved that when I read it, but then the first thing I thought is like, oh my gosh, this can apply to so many things. Like if I grow up with a mom who celebrates her body and eats all different kinds of foods and has a kind relationship with exercise, then I'm going to be more apt to take that on versus if I have a mom who's constantly picking herself apart in the mirror or I see her change into 15 different outfits every day, every time we're getting ready to go somewhere or she talks about how she feels so guilty for eating different things and I'm also going to take that on. And my head automatically goes to this because this is just what I'm like working with every single day in my job. But this can be applied to any of the behaviors that we're normalizing out there is kids look and kids pick up and kids see us. Oh, they and, see and they us listen. for sure. They, they listen, listen to us. Even when you think they're not <laughs> listening, they're listening. And so whether you're a mom now or a dad, because we do have men that listen, shout out, or you know, you might be one day or you're around nieces and nephews or other kids, just being more aware of how you're acting about certain things and what you're saying. So that way you're not, well, essentially like rubbing off on them and, you know, creating thoughts in their little brains that they never otherwise would have had Mm -hmm. until they heard you say that. And so, yeah, I like the part where she just said, there is no need for you to either because her mom never apologized for it. So she doesn't need to. And so... I think as women too, sometimes, again, I know I just said men are listening, but now I'm going to go speak to the women is we we say sorry a lot. And why is that? We apologize for so much all the time and you don't see men walking around like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. I feel like even I've been seeing so many things over the internet about like the way that women write an email versus the way a man writes an email and what it would look like for a woman to write an email like a man. I'm like, it should just all be the same. Oh, but it's not. Morgan, too, from The Bobby Bone Show, we do a special episode on The Bobby Bone Show podcast every, I think it goes up on Fridays or Saturdays, where it's a behind the scenes look at some of the best bits from the week. And she breaks them down and she tries to have a guest from the show each week. And so I was her guest this last week. And this actually came up in our conversation about how, I guess through her therapist, maybe she realized how she would write emails and kind of use the word just like, Hey, I was just checking in to do oh, this or like, I'm checking. Right. Like what, what's the problem like, in me? I'm just wanting- checking. I'm trying not to bother you. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just want to like, you know, squeeze in here really quick. Yeah. And so she said that she has had to work really, really hard to not type the word just in an email. Mm-hmm. Uh, work emails is specifically what I'm talking about. Cause she might need something from someone and it's like, Hey, just da, 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 da. And why can't it be like, hey, do you have that thing you were working on? I never thought about just being a word that was also kind of like, oh, but that's sorry like, for emailing. <laughs> that's like the difference between like a strong, independent woman who's like a boss is looked at one way with a certain word that I'm not going to say, but a strong, independent man who's a boss is looked at as just a strong, independent man who's boss. Right. There is something I want to share this, and this is not from me. A client taught me this, which I want to take credit for it, but I just can't. (laughs) But I had a client who would apologize all the time, all of the time. 
And even um, with me, if if they were late, sorry, I'm late. Like, sorry, I, I'm not doing this right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And so one day she came in and she was late and she goes, thank you for being patient. And I was like, you're welcome. She was like, that's my new thing. Instead of saying, sorry, I'm saying, thank you for waiting for me. Thank you for being patient. Because I have nothing to apologize for because I didn't do anything wrong. Wow. And because sorry should be reserved for the times where we've really done I'm something so wrong. I'm so sorry that I, yeah. But even I have caught myself because sometimes I can get behind in responding to emails and versus saying like, I'm so sorry for the lack of immediate response. I say, thank you for being patient with my response. And it has made me feel so powerful. I love that. Yeah. I find myself doing that with text messages if I'm not replying in a 24-hour period. I wasn't ever excellent at texts, but now I've gotten yeah. worse. I don't know. I'm just trying not to be on my phone as How much. How many unread texts do you have right now? Ooh, let me see. Let me go check that out. I have, well, 66. I have 37. I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. 66. It's, I've been in the hundreds before. But are they group texts? Because that's different. Some of them, honestly, are ads from Revolve. Oh. So that doesn't count. <laughs> I love Bandier and Revolve. You just press ads. stop and they would stop. Or you want no, them. You I want them. I like them. Okay. I appreciate them. I'm like, oh, okay. Bandier, thank you for being patient. Let me see what you have. Oh, there's a sale. <laughs> Wait, please okay. respond to them. Thank you for being patient. <laughs> well, the- I missed the sale, but can I still use this discount? <laughs> yeah. Thank you for being patient. Does this code still work? <laughs> because I would love to save 20%. So, but some of them are, yes, a lot of group texts. That's where I get behind because I am trying to at least respond, but I do find myself deleting, like typing out, sorry for just now replying. And I'm like, who cares? Like, I, first of all, don't need to apologize. Mm -hmm. Second of all, I don't want them to think I'm just being cliche Mm -hmm. and saying, sorry for for just now replying, but I still do it. I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. And sometimes if I genuinely do feel bad, because maybe I did see it Mm -hmm. and then I messed up, but still that doesn't make me a bad person because phones have just made us so available Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. But they're also really cool because I'm going to share something on last Thursday's Four Things episode. I had Lunchbox on from Mm -hmm. the Bobby Bone Show and we somehow got into a conversation, I think towards the end because he mentors at a place called Kid Power. And the only reason why he started working with them was because they came into the Bobby Bone Show talk about what they were doing in Nashville and they were having a fun run. And so he went to the fun run and he won the race, but it was four kids, all kids. <laughs> so he's an adult that won. And anyway, he just decided to keep helping them out because yeah. he was like, okay, these kids, they could use me. I'm going to help kind of like a big brother type situation. And I was like, you know, I was a mentor when I lived in North Carolina to this kid Trevion. And I said, but I have no idea where he is now. Well, one of our listeners found Trevion on Facebook for me and sent Lunchbox the link. And then Lunchbox came and gave it to me. And I messaged him. It'd been so long since I did a messenger on Facebook that you have to download a completely different app to message on Facebook. Did you know that? If you're on your phone. Yes, but that's been that way for like a really long time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So if you Facebook messaged Amy in the last how many years, she didn't get it. Okay. Yeah. Years. So because I was so excited to talk with him, I downloaded, downloaded the, the Messenger app, which is like white with purple and pink. Yeah. And then boom, there's all these messages. <laughs> and so we have been messaging Aww. back and forth. And I just hit him up and was like, hey. And he replied back. I no, I, I sent him a message like nervously saying, hey. And because I didn't know what he 
what, what do you know who I was? Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh my goodness, hey. And then I replied back, hey, didn't know if you would remember me. Wait, all you said was hey? When I replied, no. I said, hey, I didn't know if, okay. oh, the original message? Yes. yes. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. So then he, I said, didn't know if you would remember me. I said, I thought about you the other day and then set out to find you, which shout yeah. out to our amazing listeners because they found him. And I said, how are you? And he replied, and this, like, I did tear up. Yeah. I wasn't full-blown crying, but I teared up. And he said, what? I could never forget you. I tell people about the impact you made all the time. I think the last time I spoke to you, I was heading to Le Cordon Bleu in Florida, which also this is me inserting here. It feels weird for me to even read those words back. I'm not trying to be like, like, I didn't know if you remember me because it's not like you I was a long-term influence and I'm not tooting my horn by any means. He was just as special for me when I lived in North Carolina because my husband was deployed. I moved there knowing nobody. Some people from my church were doing this mentorship thing at a local middle school. So I signed up and took this course. And then I mentored this kid in my neighborhood and we would hang out. Well, I don't need to give his family history, but there was some stuff there and he needed some extra support. I do remember him going through a lot and we would eat food a lot because he loved food. He watched the Food Network. He wanted to be a chef. And the cool part is my neighbor in downtown Southern Pines was the chef of the nicest restaurant down there called Chef Warren's. And so he would let us come eat at the bar and watch him cook. And he would even talk to Shrevian about cooking and all these things. And so I think it was those that were around me that were impactful, more impactful than I ever would have been. I just was able to provide experiences for him that he wasn't going to have. But anyway, I just had to side note that because it feels weird to be like, hey, you're not saying that you're impactful. I think he's saying that. I know, but even reading it back, like I don't want it to be like I'm coming across as like, look at what I did. Change this person's life. Yeah, no. Let me tell you about this 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater that I got for $50. I ordered it in navy, the crew neck style, and it is perfect. I wore it with jeans and heels to work and then later in the day threw on sneakers and it was a simple outfit that got so many compliments. And something like this exists thanks to Quince. I already have the ivory color in my cart for my next order, which by the way, I never thought I would own anything cashmere before, but since all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, it's doable now. They also have organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more that you need to check out for yourself. And here's how they do it. They partner directly with top factories. Quince cuts out the middleman and passes the savings on to us. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Amy. All right. I can't say enough good things about Tacovas. It's my favorite boot brand. Not just boots. They have everything Western that you need. And it's rodeo season. So if you're looking to put together a good outfit or you're just embracing like your cowgirl cowboy vibes, Again, Tacovas is where it's at. They bring a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. I mean, they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality that you would find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. I can speak to all three. Their boots are super comfortable. I can wear them to events and my feet feel fine. I get a lot of compliments. They're super cute and I feel cute. 
And then the customer service is out of this world. They also have trucker hats, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western boots right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacova's has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code BONES at checkout. That's B-O-N-E-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code BONES at checkout and you're going to get a free trucker hat. I was reading this whole article the other day about vitamin D and why it's so important, especially for women. Maybe I was really into it because I'm turning 43 next month, but it talked about how vitamin D is very important to the absorption of calcium in our bodies, and it maximizes our bone health, and it helps with our muscle health, our immune system. And 97% of women ages 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet. So I was instantly thankful that I take a Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus every single day because the clinical study was done and it was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43%. Now there's nine key nutrients in the ritual vitamins that I take every day. I take two delayed release capsules. And what that does is it optimizes our body's absorption. I take it in the morning. They're gentle on an empty stomach. So you don't have to worry about that. And there's this special minty essence in every bottle that just, it smells good. They taste good. They're fun to take. And Rituals Essential for women, they are USP verified. So you know that you can trust what you're putting in your body. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for women, 18 plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash four things. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 20% off. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. So, he said, I think the last time we spoke, I was heading to Le Cordon Bleu in Florida, which drastically changed my last year of school. I ended up getting into a little bit of trouble, which caused me to completely have to change course. I still managed to make it to the restaurant industry and I've worked with some amazing chefs. I've even been featured a little bit on the news for a brewery that I helped open. I've mastered American, French, and Asian cuisines. I've done a lot of failing and some succeeding. I made a lot of mistakes, but I'm doing great. That's amazing. And then he said, is your dog still alive? <laughs> and I was like, oh. No, <gasps> Josie. How long ago was that? Well, so Josie died in 2018. So mm-hmm. I had her like 10, 11 years. I don't know if I got her in 07 or 08. Anyway, it's all fuzzy, oh. but I just said that Josie died. <laughs> so I told him and it made me miss my dog, Josie, because she's the sweetest Rottweiler ever in mm-hmm. the world. And with Trevion one time, I know I have a cat now named Maggie, but back on during one of the days I was mentoring him, we went to look at cats that were available to rescue. And we rescued one because he thought this one cat was like so cool. 
And I was like, let's get it. Let's get it. I'll take it home. Well, I took it home. Uh, Josie did not like the cat. So I am the person. See, this is where y'all need to not, I'm not a good person. I had to return a cat that I rescued. (laughs) I returned it, but I returned it with all the toys and all the food. And I said, you can just pass this along to the next family that gets the Mm -hmm. cat. But like, I can't keep this cat because my dog is going to eat it. Yeah, I don't think you had an option. It's causing me stress. And I'm so sorry I didn't take this into consideration, but I was young. And then Ben was like in Afghanistan and he's like, you got a what? I'm like, I got a cat, (laughs) but I don't have a cat anymore. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, we started corresponding back and forth and I invited him to come to Nashville and he said he would love to come visit. And so we're now texting about hanging out and him coming to Nashville. I was like, the food scene here is good. Amazing. So I'll take him to some restaurants and that'll be so fun. And maybe he can like cook one night for the kids. Yeah. I'm like, well, Trevion, which he was even a part. See, what I mean is he did more for me yeah. than he realizes too. Like, because we were adopting domestically at the time. This is before we decided to go international and do from Haiti. We were getting a newborn baby from America. But you have to specify, do you want like what ethnicity or what are you, what races are you open to? Like, mm-hmm. do you want Caucasian? Are you open to any race? Anything. We were open to anything. We didn't know what would happen. We just wanted, if a baby was available, we were available. So part of our adoption training was to, if we were going to be white parents of possible black children, Mm -hmm. like you can't just keep your child around white people all the Mm -hmm. time. So you also need to go be a part of a community where you see what that feels like. Mm -hmm. So Trevion went to an all black church Did you go? Yeah, his grandma sang in the choir and we went. And it was so funny. We were the only white people there. It was amazing. They were so welcoming, but it it was funny because at the beginning they're like, you know, happy Sunday. So happy to see everybody here. Do we have any visitors? And we were like, (laughs) Trevion's like, stand up, stand up. I said, I think it's obvious. (laughs) I think. And he's like, no, no, stand up. So we stood up, but like he gave me experiences as well. Yeah. And so- Anyway, this also is like a little PSA of like, if you have an opportunity to be a mentor in your community, whatever that looks like, I don't know, it can make a big difference. And then, you know, 10 years later, you might connect with the kid. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know what that's making me think of Mm -hmm. is in school, I had to, in my my graduate program, we had to immerse ourselves in in a, some kind of culture, society or place that wasn't your norm. And you could literally pick anything. Did I ever tell you the story? I don't think so. Do you know where I went? No. I went to a Scientology church. You did not tell me this. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Have you watched the Lisa Renna? No. Not Lisa Renna. Remini. 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 Yeah. Renna is from Housewives. I want to watch it because I've, after I listened to the book Cultish, it, they talked a lot about Scientology and I'm like, oh my gosh, some of this stuff makes sense that I experienced. So I want to watch that documentary. But I didn't get the same experience that you got by going to church. <laughs> I was terrified. It was, yeah, I went to the one here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, and then that yeah. book you're reading is called Cultish. Cultish. It's so good. You recommend it? Yes. I mean, obviously so. you're like, it's so good. And I'm like, but, you recommend uh, it? <laughs> yeah, it's so good. But the, we had to write a paper on like what we learned. And so my um, professor is listening to this. Sorry. I lied on the whole thing because I was scared to be honest about the paper because it did, it, the purpose of the assignment was to help you understand what it's like to like not be always in your own space. And it was in a diversity class that we got the assignment. But I don't, I wish I could find the paper, but I lied because what I really wanted to say is this was terrifying, completely terrifying. And we left early. We had to leave. I went with some friends and we drove into the parking lot. And as soon as we drove into the parking lot, 
we felt a wave of like eeriness on us. And like we sat there and like one of the guys that I was with was like, can I pray for us before we go in? Because we didn't know what we were doing. And then, yeah, we had to leave early because I started having like an anxiety attack basically. So the Leah Remini documentary is Leah Remini Scientology and the Aftermath. Is it on Netflix? Yes. I think you can watch it on Netflix, Hulu. It's an A&E show, maybe. I don't know. You probably just Google where to watch it, which reminds me, I had started it, but I haven't gone back to it. And I know there's still episodes that I have missed out on. So I know she went through a lot, but the beauty in her having the platform that she does to be able to Mm -hmm. make a documentary is helping so many people. And I can't even imagine. But yeah, Leah Remini, Scientology and the Aftermath. And then- Kat highly recommends Cultish. Highly recommend it. It's so good. What was it you were saying that they mentioned in the book? This was when we were on a walk the other day. You were saying something about Soul Cycle. Oh, because she talks about different kinds of cults. So she talks about like the stereotypical cult you think about when you hear the word cult. And then she talks about the book is about the language of cults and how people use language to create these like cult like phenomenons in our society. And the book is broken up in different kinds. And part of the book is just talking about the cult of working out. And she talks about SoulCycle and CrossFit and the class. Some of them I weren't super, I wasn't super familiar with. Ooh, I was at Bikram Yoga. Oh, she cult. talks a lot about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and hit like I was so obsessed with Bikram. And then, you know, now he's, there's a yes, whole documentary yes. on him and his disgusting yeah. behavior that so many people had no idea was going on, mm-hmm. which is wild to even think he was able to get away with what mm-hmm. he got away with for so long. And I think that documentary is called Bikram. That's his name. Bikram Yogi Guru Predator. That's, that's the name of the, the, name of name of the documentary. Because he was, he was a yogi, he was a guru. Yeah. But FYI, he was also yeah. a predator. But I was all in. Like I went multiple, sometimes even multiple times a day I would go to other forms of yoga and felt like, oh, this is just not the same because Bikram's the only way. Like I was so sucked into that. Like I bought into it all. Because they prom- the way they speak and the things they say make you feel like that place or that thing or that person is going to be the thing that changes your life and yeah, like, give you what you always wanted. If I wasn't doing the 26 poses, that the mm-hmm. sequence that Bikram designed, right. then I wasn't doing the best yoga for yes. myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it when you talk about like the cultishness of exercise and working out, it it is really scary to me because it becomes this like almost like fanaticism if that's even a word of like we become fanatics of a certain kind of exercise and it's the only way to get good movement in or we start worshiping fitness instructors. It's like, "What?" So yeah. we're going we're going what? for the fitness instructor and not for the actual workout. Yeah. It's weird. And that's just another, I mean, we mentioned at the beginning is need a week. Working out is something that can be really amazing, but also really harmful depending on your motivation behind why you're doing it. So that's another reason to maybe take this week to assess like, what are some of your behaviors and mm-hmm. are they excessive mm-hmm. or I mean, I mean, I would think like if I didn't get to a Bikram class, but it was all associated around because like there you were sweating. Like it was 105 and 50 per- 40, 50% humidity or something crazy like that. And if I didn't leave there, like, sounds unsafe. Like it got to yeah. where, yes, like mixed in with my eating disorder, it was part of my also 
that was a workout that became something that if I didn't get it, it ruined my day. Mm -hmm. And like, we shouldn't ever be so attached to something that it ruins our day. Does working out help me mentally feel better and make my day awesome? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But if I don't get my workout in now, I'm going to be okay. But it is what it is. Like working out is working out. It's not this thing is going to save me and change my life and give me the life I've always wanted. And this is the only way to do it. It's just like, oh, I do different kinds of movement based on how I'm feeling that day. And it's just that. Yeah. It helps, but it's not going to and change so, my life. So cultish would reference yeah. how some mm-hmm. like brands have built these yes. cult followings. Yes. The book was so eye-opening to me. I finished- Especially because I teach at a fitness studio and I'm like, am I developing a cult? (laughs) I finished Hero on a Mission and I went back to Limitless, which is something that I'm listening to, which is about a high-functioning like brain, like limiting your thinking and like working on your brain. And he just did a whole section on brain foods. And it's interesting to hear that section in recovery Mm. because in the throes of my eating disorder, I would have used that as an excuse to just eat a very limited amount of foods. And now I'm like, oh, well, this is exciting. I need to make sure that I consume some wild salmon or some blueberries, or maybe I buy a bag of walnuts Mm -hmm. or make sure I get some avocados mixed in. It's not like, okay, now I can only eat this list Mm -hmm. of foods. It would have been in my eating disorder. I would have gotten that short list of brain foods and then tried to only eat those for weeks Mm -hmm. and restricted Mm -hmm. to just that, which then limits me from other joy. Mm -hmm. And in eating disorder awareness, I'm just Mm -hmm. like, I'm aware of little things, not just because of this week, but it makes you think I want to share it right now because it is need a week. And it is interesting to be on the other side and be in recovery and hear a list and actually be excited about buying blueberries and eating wild salmon because, yeah, my brain does want nourishment that way. But also, I'm not going to use it as a disguise to, to only fuel eat those my eating yeah. disorder and have a yeah. reason and an excuse. Mm-hmm. But so far, I've enjoyed that yeah. book. I've been working my way through it yeah. while I've got other books going on. But now I'm going to add cultish to my list. I really want you to listen to it or read it because I think that We would have some very interesting walks after you read it. Okay, good. I like interesting walks. Mm -hmm. Which speaking of walking, I'll just throw this out there that I might be doing a bonus episode uh, coming up soon for while you're walking. If you want to take walks, you actually could listen to it while you're lying down. I don't care. (laughs) But I'm trying to walk more because I want to be outside. I want to be on walks. Some of my walks are going to be with nothing, but some of mine are with podcasts or listening to a book or walking with a friend or with my kids or whatever. But this might be your one episode a week where maybe your walk is 30 minutes and the episode's only 10 or 20 minutes, but it's like something to get you maybe walking if you want to walk. But again, if you don't want to walk, I don't care. Like don't walk, but it's going to be called the walk thing. And I'm thinking to kick things off, I would like to hear from you, listeners, if you would like to do like an interview during the walk thing, like I'll let you lead like a Q&A with me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes y'all send in questions or things you would like addressed and I'll let you do it. We've done that before in the fifth thing. Kat, this was before you were like a permanent co-host. But I dialed in with a listener and they asked me questions and it was fun interaction. Like I want that connection. I want that community with y'all. And when you as listeners are listening to me with another listener while you're on your walk, it's like we're all walking together. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be the walk thing and we'll kick it off soon. So I'll just say, email me four things with amybrown at gmail.com. If you would like to be a part of 
the walk thing. <laughs> and we'll see what ends up happening. We'll start off with like a four-part series. So we'll do it for four weeks and see what happens. Mm -hmm. And if we continue the walk thing, and that'll be something fun. Love it. Love it. Thank you, Kat, for joining. As always, y'all can follow Kat on Instagram. She's at kat.defata, K-A-T dot D-E-F-A-T-T-A. And I'm Radio Amy, if you want to find me there. And then also RadioAmy.com will take you to all kinds of things. My Amazon favorites page, links to Espoir or Pimp and Joy, the Shop Forward for things. Like if you've ever seen like a four things toad or a four things zipper pouch, the customized ones are back. So just wanted to let y'all know that's not always an option. But if you want to customize four things on a little teeny tiny zipper pouch, it's not teeny tiny. It actually holds a lot. That option is now available for a limited time. So radioemmy.com, fourthings.com. There's lots of ways to get there. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, Whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.